are really excited to get into our topic today, but we have a little housekeeping to get out of the way first. Our show is made possible in part by our patrons on Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get episode shoutouts, access to topic polls, and be able to listen to hilarious outtakes. We'd also love to connect online. You can chat with us in real time on our Discord server, What the Finance, send a tweet, to finance underscore what, or email us at what underscore the underscore finance at protonmail.com. I feel like the longer this pandemic has gone on, the more I realize now how focused society was on self-help before that, because now we're, we're not even like, we're not even focused on self-help anymore. We're focused on just like getting through a day, like listen, if you made no personal or professional improvement today, that's okay. You did it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that's the win. But like, before that, it was like, did you, were you, was there something that you wished you could have done better today? That's okay. There's always tomorrow. And now they're like, dude. Are you alive? Just- Way to go. <laughs> You did, you did the thing. We're all very proud. We're also all very tired. So mm-hmm. we'll see in like four, four to five business days, possibly. Right. Right. Although I would, at the same time, I feel like self-help is also like the whole industry kind of wrecked our pandemic response yes right because I don't want to say that I did a deep dive but like I did a medium dive on the industry like to prepare for this episode I mean self-help books have been around since the 1890s right so like they've been around for a while Mm -hmm. and so I think we have also kind of reached this point right like the self-help industry is over a hundred years old in our mm-hmm. country. And so I think it's kind of warmed its way into our psyche into thinking that we can actually help ourselves out of these systemic and crappy situations when that's not actually the case at all. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that there is like something to be said that we, we focus so much as a society on self-help to fix ourselves instead of fixing the systems that are fucking everybody up. I didn't think of that before. That's not where I went with the the self-help stuff today. (laughs) I mostly was like thinking of change is actually really difficult. Like 
So if there's something, if there's something that you're like, I'm going to do better. I'm going to be better. Like more power to you. Don't, I'm not saying don't, I'm not saying it's a lost cause. You're probably just more motivated than me, which is, that's awesome. But I also am like, I know me well enough to know it doesn't work for me. Like I barely have the motivation to change when I go to therapy. So like, <laughs> I'm not going to do it on my own. Because it's hard. It is. But I kind of, perhaps ungenerously, but I kind of came to, have come to the conclusion that like self-help is kind of a manifestation of the lack of support that we have in society. Like you can get a book, right, that you think can maybe like walk you through solving some of your issues. I mean, and even if it's an expensive book, it's still just going to be like 40 bucks, probably, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which like for my health insurance, it's a copay for like a single office visit. And because we don't really have, I mean, I was thinking about therapy before and you mentioned therapy, so now I'm really thinking about it now, but right, like we have this very serious lack of access to healthcare especially mental health care in our country, uh, right? Like you don't have the time or the money to like go to therapy to do like that real work to help yourself, but you can buy a book and that feels more accessible than going to therapy. And then you don't have to think about the fact that there's like zero support in our society for you to actually go to therapy, I don't know. I feel like the industry really does just put like those blinders on us to convince you that you can change yourself and really, right? Like you just said, Shai, probably you can't. And it's not like a moral failing or anything no. like that. You just, most of us need a lot of help and a lot of accountability to make any kind of meaningful change. Right. I feel like there are two distinct different situations that we're talking about like there are there are certain things that like and not to say that like we all can't be better in in certain areas like I feel like there's always like mm-hmm. as the saying goes there's always room for growth like that's absolutely true mm-hmm. but there's a difference between that and also just being like like you've said like essentially being made to believe that the change that's going to make things better needs to come from us instead of from part of a greater whole, if that made sense at all. It does to me. Okay. So, <laughs> um, also, and I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm really sorry, but you're going to, cause you're going to have to cut it out. But I, I do think that this actually is going to lead into a really great next week's episode for us completely unintentionally. I think that we should do the MLM episode next week. Thinking about that today too. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the whole industry, so I think it'd be a great follow-up. It is, um, and and it was really hard for me to not intertwine those things this time already. But knowing like that we've got that separate thing coming, it helps. Yes, but definitely next week. Yeah, I uh, I can message uh, my mom and Kate about joining us next week. We can maybe try and see if there's anybody else 
that would be interested. And I think it's going to be a good one. Um, because it, it truly is impossible to talk about like the self-help industry and not talk about MLMs because they target the same people. Right, right. Uh, well, and the lens that I started to really look at it through, most I think because it just applies to like my own life, is that self-help really does target women. We are the ones that need to, uh, yeah. actually, I, I have a journal article pulled up because I'm a dork and that's usually what I am pulled up. So I'm just going to borrow their language because I think it's better than anything I can come up with. Mm -hmm. I think we are the ones that need to like improve the diets and manage the relationships and have clean houses and like all those things that self-help ultimately is like designed around, right? Like without anybody saying self-help is for women, like we all know self-help is for women. Very true. I think it's appropriate that we are talking about this tonight because I think it was about this time last year that we were talking about budgeting for self-care. Oh, funny. I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) So I think kind of like piggybacking on that episode while like obviously you should totally be taking care of yourself um, and setting aside money in your budget to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Like also be mindful that in the United States, at least the self-help industry is worth roughly $12 billion. Do things that like work for you because they work for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Try to think critically about it. I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to come right out and say it. I, as a whole, I don't love the self-help industry. Mm -hmm. I think it's quite predatory. Um, And I could probably go on a whole 20 minute rant about why I think that, but I'll just leave it there. (laughs) I think that a lot of it too has to do with kind of our like the fast food mentality culture that we live in right so like in one article that I read people brought up like the condo method of organizing as kind of part of the self-help industry Mm -hmm. right and it's super popular Mm -hmm. but I think that it's because people like see this one thing and they go oh so if I get rid of all my crap then I'll be happy and that's obviously going to work for everybody but maybe it's not yeah I think right like we want kind of those quick fixes definitely I think I mean yeah I agree (laughs) sorry I it took some time to process there but you definitely want the quick fixes. And I, I like, I've, I've said this forever. Brains are lazy. Oh, they want to do things the easy way. And the easy way is to do things the way that you've always done it. So change is actually difficult. Like that's not just like a thing that people say. It's, it's true. Right. And so while going through your stuff, 
and getting rid of things that you don't need or you don't use may be very helpful. I also, I, I get nervous about people who would jump into that thinking like, this is going to solve everything. Having less stuff in my life is going to make everything better. Or uh, what was that one that was a uh, big, ugh, kind of right before a pandemic. Uh, oh, like the, I feel like clean eating was huge for a little bit there. Like, and I feel like it was the same thing. Like, I'm going to cut out all of this artificial everything and everything's going to be better. And I just like. Right. Right. Or like, if I can, you know, like there's shortcuts, right? Like yeah. with clean eating, you can go, I, that's a great idea, right? Like eating better is better for you, but right. Like the whole idea, at least like kind of as I perceived it was if I eat better, I'll have enough energy to do all of the things that I need to do without ever stopping to go, why do I need to do all these things? Mm-hmm. Right? Like if I'm, if I'm feeling overwhelmed by the level of housework, why am I not talking to my spouse about that so that we can like have a partnership? Why do I have to take it all on myself? Mm-hmm. Or why am I working 80 hours a week again? Right? Like I feel like kind of all of these like self-help things that we end up implementing are things that we hope are going to fix fix systemic problems that are actually outside of our ability to fix on our own. Yep. Right. So like getting rid of physical clutter, like, oh, okay, well then I'm going to get rid of my mental clutter too. Well, maybe you're right. Like maybe not. <laughs> hmm uh, right, like maybe you have mental clutter because you have ADHD. Um, and I'll just again throw myself under the bus, and you keep <laughs> you keep forgetting to schedule an appointment to get the help that you need for that. <laughs> like just all of it. Like it's just so it's so problematic. I feel like the older I get, and I don't I don't know if this is just like a generational thing or this is something that happens as you get older the less like elaborate and complex everything I want like I don't know I feel like it's right. like it's it almost feels like really reality hits you like I love my house I have a great house I also realize that having a bigger house means that there's a lot more to do <laughs> right. Right. It's just, it's, it's stuff like that, that like, and I catch myself sometimes trying to figure out if, if that's truly a, a thought process that I would have, if it weren't for the social media influence, because I follow a lot of social media accounts that, that talk about living a simple life and focusing Mm -hmm. on minimalism and and clean eating and that kind of stuff and so and the clean eating thing never really takes with me I like Swiss cake rolls way too much (laughs) Swiss cake rolls diet soda I those are they're they're not going anywhere for me but when it comes to like the the less stuff or you know spending more time in nature like those those kind of things I I find myself being more drawn to those and I'm trying to figure out if it's like an age thing where I'm just kind of like starting to appreciate 
the quiet, the calm, yeah. or if, or if it's that influence coming in, it's an interesting, I wonder. Hmm. Hmm. Well, so here's the thing that I am I'm curious about too, like just this little nugget that I stumbled across was that women from 40 to 60 are actually like the biggest consumers of self-help products. But I'm curious, like as we get into that demographic, right? Because we're still outside of it. Mm-hmm. Is there going to be a downswing? Or right. are we then going to feel compelled ourselves with like our middle-aged peers mm-hmm. to consume more self-help? Interesting. And we won't know that, you know, for a, a little while anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We definitely have some time, but we'll, we'll, we'll let everybody know. Yeah. So if we're still doing the show in like 10 years, we'll tell you guys. That's wild to think about. I know. It doesn't really feel that long, does it? No. Oh, great. Um, Sorry. I didn't mean to put us in like a moment of existential dread. (laughs) (laughs) Something that I did see, and I've come across this before, and I think I've actually mentioned it, but I did also see it kind of perusing the social medias today. Uh, in in some preparation for this digital detoxes are like kind of a big thing right now so I think Uh to recap yeah I feel like we're kind of at that point yeah (laughs) we both find the self-help industry to be mildly problematic yes because it targets women who need like meaningful social change and not like another book or podcast. And mm-hmm. I realize the irony of saying that. Yeah. Well. But if there is a little nugget in this $12 billion industry that you find to be helpful to your regular everyday functioning. Just make sure that you budget for it. Yes. And that you put some thought into it before just throwing your money at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think that about covers it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>